0: From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. (laughs) Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged roundtable discussion for January 20th, 2010 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Kathy Worling, joined this week by my good friends, and I wrote the names down so I don't make any mistakes, John Magi, Kevin Close, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, Teresa Eccles, and Max the Intern. What part
1: weren't you sure about?
0: I just just didn't want to stumble on names.
1: She didn't want to say Magi. You do know we're we're all here, right? You could have looked at us. It's a feat easily accomplished by glancing up.
0: I could have done that, but I... I'm a Girl Scout. I wanted to be prepared. Oh, God. and oh, see, I God. I, I even bring cookies? Girl Scout no. cookies. And nobody's coming to my door to sell Girl Scout oh, cookies. No. So. I don't think they do that as much. Okay,
2: we're there. off track Sorry. already.
1: We're <laughs> <laughs> <They're laughs> little terrorists who sit outside of Publix.
0: Okay. In, in this week's show, we have some housekeeping. We have some news. And we're going to do some rapid fire. And I think we have some interesting segments for today's show where I'm, I'm going to try to... Um, Warm up the podcast a little bit. Or warm up the podcasters. Okay, so <laughs> for
3: we're going to do jumping jacks. <laughs> oh,
0: <man. laughs> no, I'm going to get you to, to think exercise. Do oh. you want to
2: do you want to explain why you're the host this week?
0: Yeah, why are you the host this week? Because I volunteered. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you who, um, if you're tuning in for the first time this week, what we're doing since Pete stopped uh, stepped down from being the host, each week we're going to rotate um, host positions. Host and is. no telling who is
2: going to be
0: the host. I. Host, so the I host
3: next week.
2: So, if you're doing the drinking game, Kathy's this week. <laughs> <laughs> gonna <do> a shot.
0: <laughs> the aid to Haiti. If you know anybody hasn't heard, there was a earthquake over in Haiti last week. And Pete just mentioned to you know keep the, the victims of the Haitian earthquake in our thoughts and prayers. If you feel so obliged, I would. You know, make a donation. I as I was researching this, I came up with the fact that um, so far, you know that um, text number you can call what is it nine zero nine 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 has raised twenty one million dollars.
1: Incredible! That's awesome. That's really a great way to do things. It allows people to do things really easily. Mm-hmm. And we should let people know that Pete was here when we first started. Yes. He's not at the moment though. So <laughs> you said Pete just mentioned, and I just don't oh. want them to think that maybe they missed it.
0: Yeah, that was before the show. <laughs> But as I was doing some research about the Haiti earthquake, it was mentioned last week that Disney gave $100,000 for the Haiti relief. And at first glance, to me, I'm like, well, that's that's pretty nice. And as I got to thinking about it, I'm like, wait a minute. That seems awfully low.
3: Cheap. They sell that much in Mickey bars Cheap. the first one hour of the parking. <laughs> a little bird
4: it's, over there.
2: Cheap. <laughs> it's nice that anyone gives anything, any amount is... Greatly appreciated. However, when you have celebrities giving a million dollars, you think a company like Disney could right. cough up more than a hundred thousand. Sandra I, Bullock gave a million dollars.
1: She's I,
5: one person, you know, and I'm sure there are other celebrities who have donated just as much, if not more,
0: and maybe some less.
5: Um, but yeah, I totally agree. And for Hurricane
0: Katrina, they gave 2.5 million, and and now they're asking their cast members they can make a one time donation. And I really hope that the cast members end up giving more personally. They than, the, will. than the company did, and you know keep in mind when you 're going through the parks and the resorts that there 's a lot of Haitians that work at disney that either i 've heard stories where some of them were missing because they were down there on vacation when the earthquake hit or they 've lost family members so as you 're walking through the park and you 're thinking of how fortunate you are to be there, remember there 's some of the people that are making the magic for you that are going th- through some personal tragedy so mm-hmm. Keep that in mind, and if, like I said, if you feel obliged, please make a donation.
1: We've had a personal connection to this. Um, Webmaster Kathy, her mom was involved. She was there at the time and was trapped in rubble. This is if you've been following it along on the Diz Unplugged board. Her mom is home and doing well, was injured, but of their team, they did lose someone.
2: She was down there doing volunteer work. Right.
0: And, and that story, I mean, that just really brought it home. When you think, you know, like when your loved one goes off somewhere and you say, stay safe, you know, I'll see you next week or whatever. And then to have something like that happen while you're out trying to do good. But reading Webmaster Kathy's reports of her mother, I mean, just really brought it home that you realize that you are part of, you know, like sometimes you just hear, oh, there's an earthquake and you just go, whatever. It,
1: put, it, brought, the, it brought the things on the news. While you sit there and are, are horrified that people are going through this, this actually brought it, you know, closer to home. You know, it, it, it touches you.
3: Yeah, I was following her on Facebook. She was updating as thing, as she mm-hmm. would find things out. It was It was frustrating, it was but it
4: was yeah. It was wild. They
2: said one of the few things that actually worked was Facebook yep. and um, uh, Twitter. Yep. People were actually able to use that and get send texts from their phones.
0: And for our Pittsburgh listeners, they were talking on the news this morning that they brought a bunch of the Haitian children over that have been orphaned, and they're going to um, a Pittsburgh location. So I thought that was sort of neat living here in Florida. You know, I can't escape my Pittsburgh past. It was nice to hear that Pittsburgh stepped up and are taking a lot of these people, as Orlando seems to be one of the Mm drop-off points or people flying in here that are being cleared and then able to go to other parts of the country. So Central Florida is doing their part, so let's hope that Disney ups their game a little bit and just thought we'd mention a little bit about um, podcast cruise 2.0 do you have a updated numbers or
2: I have no updates still taking place
0: we still <laughs> <laughs> I know we have people still submitting quotes we do so-
2: we have space available we still have space available at the mo- at the least expensive rate you can get or um, just shy of 700 folks so we want to up that number if we can come join us it's going to be a blast i don't know what we're going to do yet but we're going to have fun
1: I, I'm not even thinking about it yet.
2: Yep. Yeah,
0: Me neither. Not either. It's <laughs> far. It's going to be here though before you know it. We so. have things
1: going on before, right. that. right? Yeah.
2: That's our ABD trip in April is done. Then I think we'll focus
0: on. As yeah. When- once April gets done, we all have yeah. things to worry uh, about in April. Yeah.
4: <laughs> What's happening in April, Julie? <laughs> um.
0: She's going to be otherwise entertained. See, once,
2: once April comes and goes, they won't be busy at all.
0: No.
4: Yeah.
2: Plenty of free time. <laughs> then all the hard stuff's done. <laughs>
0: Okay, we're going to move on to the news then, Alyssa. Uh, uh,
2: we have one more housekeeping.
0: Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Over here, over here. What?
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs>
0: Teresa, Kevin is way too
4: close today. <laughs> 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 you. Of, my arms. I can you touch have you. plenty of space. It you is. can get closer to me. I have long, it's long arms. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> this is weird sitting in Corey's seat. Bizarre. It's a comfortable chair, though, Corey. Might have to move this to All right, we got a little package. Do you want me to
1: keep her on track?
4: <laughs> I've got a little package in the
1: uh, mail. You can oh. Certainly try. This
4: is from Roz. <laughs> Dear podcast crew, I thought you all should start 2010 off being supplied with chocolate. Thanks so much for a wonderful weekend at Disapalooza. Appreciate all each of you do to bring to the podcast, blogs, disboard to us. Looking forward to what 2010 has in store and podcast crew's 2.0. Make sure you bring this to the taping so Teresa gets to have some.
1: Yes, because poor Teresa is so bereft of chocolate. I
4: know. <laughs> As a certain Pixar character says, I'm watching you, always watching, Roz. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Roz. It's a box of Thanks, Roz. chocolate. Another two pound box. Oh, oh, open oh my. Oh, for it. it? No, it's not just for you. Oh, well, I was just. Is it just for California? The C's? It Yeah.
2: Seized candy oh, that, is good. Yeah, oh, it it's real pop.
4: good. Oh, bubble wrap. Look at it. Oh, those are real good.
2: I we'll be checking those out later. <laughs> That's what she's pointing at them.
4: What's the little broken up one there now? That's toffee. They're good. Okay. Thank kidding. you very much. I'll have a piece during our break. Thanks, Ross. I wanted
5: to say something really quick um, to Michelle, little MC, I believe is who she is on the boards. Um, she lost a very dear pet um, last week. She, um, Something had happened to his back. The same thing that happened to Bailey. He had herniated a disc oh, of some sort. I that. Yeah. And she ended up having to let him go. Aww. And she's had a really hard time. Um, Freddie was her Bailey, which they've had him for since they moved in together and all through their marriage and honeymoon and every big event in mm. their life. So it's been really hard on her. And um, she said that the only thing that got her through last week was listening to us. So I just wanted to tell her we were thinking about her.
1: Yeah. We've had a couple of... Um, People have that issue. Nikki had that problem this past um, summer, I believe, the late summer, early autumn. So it's it's a tough thing to go through,
4: especially
5: when you don't have a, a child, your dogs, are your children. Mm-hmm. And I totally well, understand even that when feeling. You do,
4: right, you know, when my but cat died last spring, it's devastating. yeah, your pets, are like part of the family. quick. You know, you're not expecting it to happen. Like and I Michelle's said, yeah. little
2: guy went in one day.
4: Right. Yeah. It was all very sudden. So
2: earthquakes and dead pets. Good going so far, Cassie. <laughs>
0: Oh, we're going to liven it up. All right. Is this how you were going to warm us up? <laughs> no, no, it gets better than it that. depressing. Okay, now we're going to move on to the news unless anybody else has any housekeeping. I'm good. Oh, thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Thank you,
4: thank you. My, yesterday was my 49th birthday. It's a good day, good times. <laughs> <laughs> Take that drink. <laughs> right. Started today Today's the first day of my 50th year, is that correct? How sad is that? I'm mm-hmm. good, I'm good, all good. Hey, Kevin,
0: you're still sitting there beside me. It keeps getting better. It does. When you get to 50, it, it's, it's good. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. Not really. But we'll, we'll discuss that some other time. Okay, in the news, we have Disney's next, gen- next generation experience is still a mystery. Disney is still using the vague term next generation experience to keep a new technology initiative a secret. In December, reports of a new vice president of Next Generation Experiences came out. I just picture like Star Trek or something. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yesterday, a few more details were released. Former Disney executives spoke with the Orlando Sentinel about the $1 billion project that is supposed to enhance visitors' theme park experiences. They say that the theme park division is in charge of the project and it will use wireless communication technology to tailor theme park offerings to the likes of individual visitors. Nick Franklin is heading up the project. Franklin is head of the global business and real estate development for the theme park division, but has been given a new title of executive vice president of next generation experience. Cool. Uh Anybody have any Ideas.
2: Well, they just announced uh, something new where they'll text you wait times while you're in the park. So maybe it's going to be something along those lines where you'll be able to have information pushed to your phone about things like restaurants and wait times and Hmm. where characters will be and maybe push the crowds um, to certain areas of the park
5: at certain times.
0: I wonder if they're going to have somebody that can make it work right. (laughs) You know, like their website.
5: I want a robot that will stand in line for me, and then when it's
0: my turn, I just go. (laughs) Isn't that Corey? (laughs) Isn't that Corey's job? Okay, moving on. We have Universal Orlando's new neighbors. A new housing complex is planned for land directly adjacent to Universal Studios. Studios. I can't talk today. Orlando. The developers of the 330 apartment complex plan to attract Universal employees as renters. Um, they're hoping that this will bring affordable housing for many of Universal's hourly workers. One of the most enticing things about this location is the location itself. According to Kyle Revo, president of Epoch, our drainage for this property goes into the Jaws Lagoon. We are literally on site. <laughs>
3: What? So the What's sewers the and the trash? toilets Beautiful. go into yeah, the Jaws wow. Lagoon. Look at that brown trout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most apartment complexes anything? put out a sign that says first month free. And <laughs> half security deposit. Our drainage goes into the Jaws Lagoon. Wow. I'm not entirely sure that's
0: the selling point they think yeah. it is.
4: No, wait. The Universal is building this?
0: Yes. Well, it's, it's being built by another. Company so
4: it's like housing for the employees and like an old timey thing.
2: No, that's what they're aiming for. It's not necessarily like they're it's building. Not being built by Universal. It's not oh, like okay. shanty towns for the yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
4: <laughs> company Run store around. where you never ever get your paycheck because you always owe the company stuff. Yeah, it's kind of devi-
2: is this is the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> when were you raised in the 1800s? <laughs>
4: I've seen coal miners done,
2: right?
4: i was, like, I was thinking it's a wonderful way. You come out of that bar. <laughs> That's
3: right. You know, Disney has an apartment complex. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's by property control, and it's pretty infor- affordable. You have to make so much to be able to, you know, or you have rent to make over so, there. Little. so little. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And you have to work for Disney to.
3: No, but no? It's, it's right there on Disney property. Mm-hmm. Right? No, a drainage, drainage goes, goes into either. I don't know. Just bizarre. I don't
5: like <laughs> looking at the construction industrial side
2: of it. <laughs> you really where there's a water drainage, you can't
1: <laughs> You can't see the castle the underside
5: no. of.
4: Oh,
2: I wonder I where this is going to be. Is this going to be that piece of land that's kind of triangular between three highways? Oh, I know,
5: you
4: know what you're that? talking about. That
2: like. It used to be owned by the army, and there's like live Ooh, <laughs> missions okay. there. Well, the there's other story on this.
1: one side of Universal Studios is already residential. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to think. It's got to be the other yeah. side, closer or to Sand
4: Back, Lake Road. Yeah, the bomb field. Good. Closer Lord. to
1: Turkey Lake Road,
4: and like where the high school is.
1: Yeah, across from Dr. Phillips.
4: Yeah,
3: because we definitely need more apartments here in Orlando. Right,
1: right, <laughs> especially low cost housing. Yeah, in the Dr. Phillips
3: area. <laughs>
0: Well, the developer um, had to waive their right, I love this, to the emission of pyrotechnics, noises, lights, smells, odors and vibrations from universal. Vibrations. So so you can't, so, you know, you can't complain that because you hear fireworks out of your but apartment. it drains window.
1: into the Jaws like goo.
0: I know. <laughs> and it says they're also not allowed to use the land to advertise any competing theme parks like Disney or SeaWorld. Oh my god. The first units are planned to open in 2011. Discounts will be given to universal employees, and rents will range from $900 a month to $1,400 a month. Space is not limited to just universal employees. So if you always wanted to live... Yeah, I don't think $900 a month sounds like a discount. That's
4: not low-cost
2: housing.
0: Especially not now
2: in
1: Orlando. But it's the
0: location. Just think when that water drains out of the parking lot where it's going.
2: It's actually one of the best school districts around. That's a selling point. That's a selling point, but...
1: So you're either going to be able to see the back of Jurassic Park or or I-4.
5: Oh, could you imagine hearing those dinosaurs
0: scream at night?
1: (laughs) Uh, And your apartment vibrates, apparently. (laughs) That might be a selling point to some people. Maybe
0: those cost extra. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Disney Cruise Line plans changes to kids' clubs. The Disney Cruise Line is known for its onboard entertainment for children. There are two different children's areas on the ship one for kids aged 3 to 7, and one for kids aged 8 to 12. By February of 2010, that's all going to change. Kids will no longer be separated by age. The activities in the two areas... That's by like IQ. Another, I don't know. The, the, the activities in these two areas won't change, but age restrictions won't apply, and kids will have the option of choosing which activities they would like to participate in. This, to me, looks like something that... Six months after they do what they're going to be going, um, you know, we've listened to guest feedback and we've decided to change this because I can see parents being upset.
4: I don't know when we were on the cruise and I, I dropped Stella off at one. I ended up picking her up at the other one, so Are they she, were is mingling she a
0: then. or a chipmunk, Not
4: really. <laughs> oh God, they mingled them then. So I don't know what the.
0: So it says this change in age restrictions appears to be a controversial one. Some might argue that the younger children will be overwhelmed in the Oceaneer Lab. But according to the cruise critic website, the staff is on the lookout for this.
1: One of the things I, I hear a lot because I deal a lot with Disney Cruise Line and um, customer guest customer service is, and I think this is true with a lot of kids. One lady wrote to me and said, "My son's not. My son's in the youngest part of the older group, but actually belongs." with the younger group but then on the other hand you also hear my child is more advanced than everybody Mm -hmm. else on the planet they're all gifted so it
4: is Mm -hmm. development
0: thing maybe. so it
1: is you know maybe it's a call maybe it is a a good thing
0: one family who experienced the changes in December said the staff really looks out for the younger ones and is careful to direct them to age appropriate activities one bonus they mentioned is that their children aged three and eight are no longer separated which helped to alleviate some anxiety in the younger child The Disney Cruise Line is also introducing some new children's activities. One of the most popular is Cinderella's Royal Ball. I'd like to do that one. Children get to meet Cinderella as she explains to them how to be a prince or princess. The new animal tracking series was developed by a veterinarian and conservationist from Disney's Animal Kingdom. While on the ship, children create a tracking device to use in an animal hunt while docked at Castaway Key. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's just like hunting
0: for lions and tigers and bases. It's
2: like big game hunting. Yeah. You know, wrestle the rhino to the ground and tag its
1: ears on
0: that, I guess I'm going to have to see that one.
2: That's very mutual. Omaha. Uh,
0: New wristbands have also been developed as a method of signing the kids in and out of the clubs. They are worn for the duration of the cruise and are equipped with RFID, radio frequency ID, to store the child's info and register them into the kids' clubs. These can even be worn in the pools.
4: Hmm.
2: Cinderella's big game hunting.
4: <laughs> I can't yeah. remember that one. Was <laughs> well, it going to be like
0: a, a ball dance where the kids all dress up? I or? guess so. That I, I saw some pictures somewhere that they the have house. like little costumes yeah. that they can wear. Um, and we can track them from helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> Running through the under. One of the things we we taught my. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's Jimmy? He's in the propeller room. Look <laughs> <laughs> beep off Jimmy. One <laughs> of the like things we taught my um,
0: <laughs> my granddaughter talking about the Cinderella ball. Um, we taught her how to wave like the princess. You know, wash the window, wash the window. Oops, I missed a spot. And um, my son-in-law went to my daughter. That's supposed
1: okay. to rhyme. Is it? Yeah, there's a
0: rhyme to that. Well, then maybe after. But anyway, we taught that to my granddaughter, and and she says that she is just so adorable. Of course, but my son-in-law goes to Katie. He goes, you know, you've taught her some pretty obnoxious things over the years, but this is really cute. So Julie just keeps walking around, wash the window, wash the window. Oops, I missed a spot. See, I can't be the princess because I can't do it right. (laughs) And our last news story, um, I had seen this in the park, and I wondered what the deal is. You know the signs that they put up when they're doing the the refurbishments. Mm. If you've been to the parks lately, they now have a sponsor on them. They're sponsored by Stanley. The tool manufacturer has signed a multi-year contract. I it was just some guy
2: named Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Ted. I
0: want it. this sign. <laughs> but, yeah, but the signs you are bug? actually cool because they have a bunch of, like, Disney quotes on yeah. the signs. So I, I, I was walking around. I saw a lot of people walking around just taking pictures of the signs <laughs> because of the quotes that are on there. But they're a multi-year um, contract. And their logo now appears on construction walls in the theme parks, and its tools are now part of the garage area of the Lights Motor Action Stunt Show in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Tools will soon be added to the queue of Test Track in Epcot as well. The company's design, the decline to disclose exact terms of the deal.
4: I bet that ties in with the give-a-day, get-a-day, you know, because they
0: show the, in the commercials mm-hmm. they're building stuff. Oh, and maybe they're using Stanley. I'll have to, to notice if they're using Stanley. Yeah, I bet they are.
1: product placement.
0: But, I, yeah, I just think that, you know, sometimes, you know, we all have our, you know, little things against Disney. But sometimes I'm just amazed at the ways they can sell Disney to bring in some extra money by putting their – name on the sign. The
3: Mm -hmm. characters are going to start holding Coke cans while they're in the parade.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A pack
2: of camels sticking out of their back pocket. Belle's going to turn around. It's going to be sponsored by Home Depot or something
0: (laughs) on the back of her shirt. Okay, that's going to do it for the news. We're going to move on to the weather as soon as I get... Okay. I'm so used to Pete doing this one. The temperatures next week will have highs in the upper 70s lows in the mid to upper 50s some nights there are a few nights next week that will drop into the mid 40s so if you're going to be in town make sure you have some warmer clothing with you and I'm going to be snuggled up under blankets right now the forecast calls for scattered showers on Friday January 22nd and thunderstorms on Monday January 25th outside of that you can expect mostly clear and sunny skies
2: that cold weather finally broke
0: yes I'm so glad we're back to warm weather again so that's going to do it for the news and now, I'm going to start off with a question for the team. Before rapid
3: fire. Okay.
0: Yeah. We're going to do the question. It's okay to break out of the mold. Yes. <laughs> I
3: don't know
1: if I can handle it.
0: Yes. we're gonna, This is going to gonna get everybody wound up, or I'm hoping. This is where we
1: get warmed up.
4: Oh, yeah. I can really touch you.
0: I know. This is freaky. I don't like It's either going to wind everybody up, warm everybody up, or we're going to move on real quickly to rapid fire. <laughs> so...
4: Is this a question? This is a
0: question. Q and A. Yes. This Teresa's
1: got her flashcards ready.
0: (laughs) This you need to you know if you were in charge of Disney, what two things would you change?
3: didn't email come in like this
0: yeah you know and i had this on my I'll paper went away i had, I had, <laughs> I, had it too. I had it on my paper and i'm not like oh everybody's gonna think i took it from that email but no i've been discussing this with katie for weeks because we've been we should give the man credit who wrote to us and asked us you the have same his name? question yes i do
4: it's jeremy noise noise thank you jeremy this but question is
0: well your first what would your first order of business be Okay, well, he, can, he can run it along get, with I'll
3: it. go first. I have one. I would definitely make one of the resorts or a new resort pet friendly.
4: Oh, good one. That's a good idea. Good idea. Klaus could go to the
3: park.
0: Yeah. It had to be a. It's for resort. you, Teresa, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be something. That'd be cool. I thought, my, my thoughts were um, I would hire a team to get their website to work better. If you're, you know, because how many people have been frustrated trying to do something on the Disney website and it doesn't work? And I know this is probably not one of the most popular ideas, but I'd re- reduce the number of discounts that they offer because I think, as Teresa goes, oh, because it seems like nowadays if you read on the boards, everybody's waiting for a discount. Mm-hmm. If I if I book this one, but next week there's going to be another one. Coming. It's like everybody doesn't want to book because they think, you know, giving away the store deal is coming next week.
2: I was thinking along the same lines. <laughs> Do it with discounts completely and do it like Disney Cruise Line and make it tier pricing. So if you book early and you book now, so that's you're going to get it the cheapest price you can on that room. And as the occupancy of that resort fills up, make the price go up. So it's basic supply and demand.
0: Same thing with free dining. It's not, you know, is free dining coming this year? It's when is free dining. Right. You know, they need to maybe now take Now it's a, a given.
2: Little. We know it's going right. to happen. When is it going to happen? And again, it's part of that whole self-fulfilling prophecy where people say, I'm going to book now, because I know that in September, prices are going to come down, or they're going to offer a discount, but now, bookings are up in September. So it changes the dynamic of when Disney really needs to fill those hotel rooms.
1: Mm -hmm. I'd institute a loyalty program. Good idea. That if you spend X number of nights, you get a discount, or you get a free night, or if you... Spend 25 nights, you get three free. I would come up with some sort of loyalty program. Maybe it would be based on dollars spent.
2: You know, now when you call up, you can't get any information unless you give all your personal yeah. information now. Right. So why don't they tie that to a customer number? Exactly. you got a customer number, we plug it in. Oh, that's in a, a good idea. You've been here before.
4: No matter what you ask, you mm-hmm. just ask a simple question. You've got to give them the name of your third Do You Victoria's Secret. You look on the back of your catalog and there's your number.
1: Your mm-hmm. blue box number. <laughs>
4: Just have it tattooed on it somewhere. Teresa, what would you add? I would... Or change. She would add a chocolate factory. That would be cool. (laughs) That would be awesome. Come on, Willy Wonka. Move along. I'd lower the price of tickets across the board to get in the park. Because your normal, average person, there's a lot of people who can't afford to go. And have never been. Stella's class last year, we went to a birthday party for one of her little friends and she was the only one in that room that had ever been to Disney World wow and they live right here we can't afford it you know we've got a big family you can't afford to go
1: so I'd they somehow they could all volunteer this year
4: I know but I don't know I'd, I'd somehow lower the prices because
2: but um, then you run into the, the issue of okay so now the kids volunteered and the kid has a free ticket so now the parents or the, the
1: brothers the sisters. can and says, volunteer too the whole yeah, but,
4: family would have to volunteer
2: the whole family would have
1: to do it good that's what they should be doing Okay. There you go. Well, it means you get in for free. I mean, well, I know.
4: I don't know. But, I don't know. It would involve something about lowering the price of the tickets or making them more available to more people. Back to you. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Kathy. <laughs> I would. I
1: would also try and recreate the level of service people expect that people hope for.
0: That's a good point.
1: I would try and make sure that if that meant increasing training for cast members, I would, that, that, would be, that would be something that would be first and foremost. It's always what set Disney apart, and I think they need to return to that. Don't get me wrong. There's a great many cast members who are terrific, but then there's a great many who are mediocre. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be better.
4: I'd like the people that work there to make more, but I don't know how you could have them make more and then lower the ticket prices, too. Because I, I want the bec- best of both worlds. Because
2: then it becomes volume. Because if you fill your resorts to capacity and you fill your parks to capacity, in the overall scheme of things, you're going to make more money. So even if you reduce the price to get in or you reduce your hotel costs, there's going to be a point you're still going to make a profit right. that you'll be able to pass on. But your point goes to more money to the cast members and less yeah. to, the, to the stockholders. That's but, a valid point. I
4: mean,
2: Stop worrying so much about stockholder value and put some of that money back in. The
4: people that into. we see. We want, I mean... I, it just kills me sometimes. The nicest people that you run into, cast members, they're working their butts off, mm-hmm. and I, I think, okay, that'd be a fun job. But crap, what are they making? You know, you know they live on that. Can I have a third one? Sure. <laughs> I <laughs> no. would. It seems to have stalled over here. <laughs>
1: homogenize the parks. I thought I that was gonna be that. your first one.
2: <laughs> I was gonna go for that too. Mm,
1: I think they. I used to love it when you would find individual little shops throughout the parks. Now in um, World Showcase, you do. There's something different. And I would like to see that spread throughout Disney. I don't want you to be able to buy the same thing in Tomorrowland that you can buy at the Emporium, that you can buy in Frontierland, right. that you can buy in Animal Kingdom.
3: And the same thing with Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Right. The first time right. I noticed it is I was, I was trying to get my mama a Christmas ornament in Disneyland, and everyone I saw had Walt Disney World and Disneyland on the box. Or,
2: or Disney Parks. Right. There's There's nothing,
5: nothing special. special. Logo, yeah, right? Okay, <laughs> on my turn. I was going to go ahead and interject there. Um, mine are not nearly as um, clever as you guys, but I would make the castle more interactive. You know, how you can walk around in the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. I think you oh, should be able to walk around inside the castle and see like where Cinderella sleeps, or um, like, you know, out the window like Tinkerbell, like the
2: Disneyland castle,
5: right? Exactly. Is that the whole
2: thing you can walk yeah.
5: I think that would be really nice because you know, just walking like through it. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not really that exciting. Um, I and think.
2: I think that also speaks to. Less money on that big ride, and let's do more of those smaller things.
5: That you can just mm-hmm. enjoy.
4: Right. Yeah, You're not having to. It'd be a constantly
5: room. moving thing. You're not waiting in line to, to see it or ride it. It's just a walkthrough kind of thing. Um, and I would put Starbucks in the
0: parks. <laughs> oh, good idea.
4: Wow. Put it next to my chocolate store.
0: <laughs> Aren't they putting a Starbucks out in Disneyland? Or there was a rumor. Maybe it's not company.
2: Maybe I don't know.
0: I can remember it because part of the thing was that they had to train the people to.
5: Yeah, it has be to be to, specifically. Yeah, I
0: yeah. know. I read that. I don't think I dreamed it, but those are my two.
1: Max, I always get behind the person in Starbucks who who wants the triple decaf macchiato mm-hmm. with like soy milk and you know goat fur, and it takes them 30 <laughs> minutes to make it, yeah. and you think, I just want coffee. It's I
5: like a the, cup. I just have to say I had the nicest experience the other day. I was out shopping on Sunday by myself or Saturday, and I went to a Starbucks. that didn't have a drive-thru. I had to park, so I was going to pull all the way through the spot. You know, Well, another gentleman was coming in to park. Well, he saw that I was doing that, so he went around, and he parked and backed in behind me, and so when he came into the store, I'm like, that was so nice of you. I'm like, thank you so much. He goes, we had the same idea. We both wanted to park facing out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just thought it was oh. A very nice
4: um, Nice thing for him to do Yeah cool. Good times at Starbucks
0: Okay Max what, what suggestions Would you make If you were in charge Of the parks Does anybody say Anything about the food <laughs> No <laughs> Make it better Or
3: <laughs> something
5: Different Not just like Hamburgers and corn dogs And all that kind of stuff
0: Hockey Make park, it different hamburgers.
4: Per different areas So yeah That would be good
0: Or maybe have a location That wasn't you know, like the healthy bun and the healthy hot dog, you know, have a guilty pleasure of, you know, white bread.
2: Or the left-handed hot dog store. White bread.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that, hopefully that, that got everybody, you know. Now we're going to move on to rapid fires. Yeah, I'm sweating. Really? I'm sweating. I just thought we'd, we'd, we'd change it up a little bit. So who wants to go first I with will. the rapid fire? Over here, I will. Can I go first?
4: Sure, Teresa. Okay. This is from Gaylord Palms. They have something in February called the Aphrodite Tour. Looking for a memorable experience during this month of romance, spend an afternoon with our food and drink experts as we take hands-on approach to your perfect romantic evening. You'll make a grand tour of our Gaylord Palms restaurants while doing something new at every stop, including preparing foods that are considered aphrodisiacs, sampling wines and attending how-to sessions on topics like creating a romantic (laughs) setting. Are you vibrating?
3: (laughs) How-to sessions.
4: Mm. We know what Teresa's doing for Valentine's Day. Not with this price. This limited availability experience for couples will be held from noon to 5 p.m. on Saturday, February 6th and the 20th, $199 per couple Whoa. Plus tax and gratuity. 407-586-0701 for reservations. They're probably, like giving out Karma for books. And-
1: <laughs> I just saw a sign along the road that the tattoo show is going to be at Gaylord Palms, too. Really? Uh-huh, the end of the month.
4: Do you know that, Max? See back there? So the <laughs> The tattoo show. It's coming to Gaylord.
2: Oh. You going to go show off your tattoo? Yes. The romance.
1: Max, package. you're going to have to be a little more lively than this, okay? <laughs> 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 oh,
4: the yes. Aphrodite tour, so.
3: Then there's going to have the... It sounds the, uh, very
4: interesting. I thought it sounded interesting. The
3: voyeur package tour equipped with your own I just got kind of threw me
4: off and it's like a <laughs> nine, hands-on nine, nine. approach. I'm <laughs> 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 like, okay, no touching. <laughs> well, maybe it's your own hand.
3: <laughs>
4: Ew. <laughs> all right, that's all I have to say
5: about that. Okay, Julie, do you have a rapid fire? Um, There's a newly opened shop at Downtown Disney, Disneyland. It's called D Street. It features designer clothing and jewelry, and they have merchandise that includes vintage-inspired Disney couture, block, BLOC artwork, surf and skate apparel, and Star Wars t-shirts. I didn't know Star Wars t-shirts were so,
4: <laughs> I don't know, hard to find. One of a, find, and one mm. of a kind.
5: There are additional selections, which include um, The Scene, where local artists are showcased with art, jewelry, and apparel. And then you have The Motor Mouse Since 1928 by Noah, which showcases his art, inspired by classic movies and cars, and the Vinylmation series of characters. Which, I think that those Vinylmation things are weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, there might be some people who like them. The they little are ones huge. are cute.
2: They are a huge collectible now. Believe it or not.
5: Really? I just don't get them. The little tiny ones yeah. are kind They're of. They
4: kind of freak cute, me out. But the big and ones are creepy. I,
5: think. I don't want those in my house.
2: <laughs> I have one. <laughs> do you? It's clear and it's orange. Do you know the story? You know the, the thing that goes on with them is you don't know which one you're going to get.
0: Oh. That's why I wouldn't want to do it because you'd have to buy a yeah. bunch if you're looking for I a certain one.
5: Don't
4: get an ugly one. And, and then you twenty of the same one. Well,
2: then you have to trade them. So you trade them with somebody else who so has it's duplicates.
5: Basically, a pin
2: another way for Disney to get you into some kind of collectible training thing. They're in little packages when you buy them, sealed packages so you don't know
1: until you open them. But the only way to get the whole thing is to buy the entire case, which is like $250. (laughs) Now, there is also there's one that's not there's a secret one, a mystery one. They list all of the ones that are available, but then there's a mystery one in each box
3: that you don't know what it is. Hmm. The first time I saw them, I saw the white one, and I thought it was something that you buy and paint yourself. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. A so little like, ceramic I yeah.
5: <laughs> the <laughs> thing that I, I really like about this store is that they are showcasing local artists as far as their art and jewelry and, oh, and, and clothing. Nice. I think that's really nice. I that's think it's cool. a great way to get um, people noticed and out there. And then also... Um, this random, this Noah guy The motor mouse art
0: Which I've never heard of or seen So I'm going to have to look into that
3: I love the downtown Disney at Disneyland Yeah I think it's great
0: Yeah, I think it's better for like the shops and stuff out mm-hmm. there Than it is here
3: And also the, also the uh, nighttime entertainment
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it when we were out there last year I was there one time when What's the baseball team? The Angels? Whatever the baseball team Are you team. looking at me? There's the <laughs> Well, there's the Los Angeles Dodgers And down. the there's some Anaheim mean- Angels. Okay, I, so. right? I don't know, but they were having a rally at the end of um, downtown Disney. And just to see all the people and how they coordinated that. And there was some famous Disney person that had something to do with the baseball team, and everybody's up there screaming. But I mean, it was just amazing to see how they handled the huge crowd in downtown Disney over there. Because I, I don't think, well, I guess it's as big as ours. Mm-hmm. But it just, you Isn't know, it flows better. Yeah, it does. So There's
5: not separate sections. Yeah.
0: It's not like you have to go over the bridge and... Through the woods? Yeah. <laughs> Corey? I
3: want to say that 99.9% of the menus on the Diz are very current, thanks to Teresa. I know she's been doing a uh, a really good job keeping Her them up to date. Her fingers are bloody. And, yeah. She's been, it's a, <laughs> this is a serious, serious data entry project, keeping these menus up to date. And it's, uh, it's something that it... It'll never be perfectly
4: because it changes constantly right yeah
3: with that said um, anybody if you see a menu that uh, is not that current well they all they all are now we can we can use um anybody's help you know if you if you're out uh, dining somewhere and you want to pick up a menu and send it to us either through or uh, take a photo scan it yeah even take take a photo of it if you want to scan it and send it to us or mail it to us we really appreciate it
4: yeah because it's Even it might be the same thing I already have. It's still, we know it's more current then. I can still update it that day, though. Yep. You know, and give it a... Does it make you hungry? It used to make me hungry. It does. And then I'm sitting there, and I usually, sadly, reading out loud as I'm typing, and Kelvin's going, that's nasty, or, boy, that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and everybody in my house knows that most drinks are 219 or 249 now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's been it's it's helped me learn where everything is, especially the resorts. I had no idea where some of these places were until you get out and
0: start looking at. I it. like some of the creative names too that they come yeah. up with,
4: and some of the odd you know bar places and the lounges I'm having to hang out in the <laughs> evening to get to <laughs> Sad, hard work. Good
2: times. Good
0: times. John, do you have a rapid
2: fire? I do. This is something we've reported on before, but we just got a press release from Aquatica, and it's talking about their their new slides that they're going to uh, be opening up soon. It's called Omaka Rock, Raka, and it's a half-pipe, near-vertical thrills... Um, only skateboards have experienced it before. Did you guys get this that I forwarded yeah, to you? I saw yeah.
5: yeah. Did you look at the pictures? I didn't have a chance. Yeah. I just read. I was like, whoa.
2: It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Do you find it weird? And because I guess they're not as worried about pre-show stuff as Disney it's like in the middle of construction
1: oh, oh. I did so the, the slides aren't connected and like, I, 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 it's like this <laughs> is <laughs> a thrill. you never see a, you never see a Disney photo where they show you half finished yeah. stuff and like the slides aren't connected and at one point I thought that looks dangerous <laughs>
4: oh that's what <laughs> I thought jump. it was
2: and then they, like the part where it empties out into what's supposed to be a pool is like concrete.
1: <laughs> and when I first read it, I All thought, you skateboard through the slot? I didn't understand it.
2: So I'm going to send those pictures to Corey, and hopefully we can get those up. Yeah. I, th- I just thought it was funny that in their press release, they would release pictures of an unfinished attraction. Yeah.
4: When is that going to be done?
3: I
0: don't know. I didn't really read the spring. whole story. Spring. <laughs> Everything's happening in spring. Right. spring of this year. Down.
3: I guess they couldn't find a sponsor for their construction wall, so they just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will just send the kids over to check it but out. But like, there's own. like
3: great
1: big gaps in the slide. That's,
4: that, that's going to be hard. you shoot yeah. sh- out and try to hit the. And then, inside. like,
1: there's another little circle on the other side. So, it's-
2: <laughs> and you can visit Aquatica by <laughs> and there might be some more pictures there as well.
4: Splat. Ooh, that, that's going to hurt. <laughs> really, little bodies piling up underneath it. All
2: right, it's my turn.
1: I have something I'm really, really excited about. John and I are northerners. Kathy's a northerner. Mm -hmm. Teresa, you're a Midwesterner. And Corey and Julie live from in the South. Geography. We don't... (laughs) One of the things that when you're from the North that you grow up on is good bagels. And we have bemoaned the fact that there's not a decent bagel for states Mm -hmm. when you live in Central Florida. You have to drive states to find a good bagel. But I am happy to tell you that right near Disney World, there are good bagels. New York bagels. I have found a new little place. Actually, my brother and my mom found it. They were in a restaurant and were talking to a waitress who p- pointed them in the right direction. The name of this place is Delish. It's Delish New York Bakery. They have cakes and cupcakes and cookies. It's more. It's a, a regular New York bakery, and they have New York bagels. One of the things that has to happen with a bagel to make it a decent bagel is it has to be boiled first. The dough has to be boiled, and then it's baked People in Florida don't do that. Thomas's makes the bagels that we eat now, and they're just sad. One of the things about Delish Bakery is they bakery they will bake your bagels to order. All they need is fifteen minutes. Ahead start. You can call them up. I, I have actually purchased. Okay, I got I've, my
0: pen ready. Nope, I've a,
1: I brought you cards. Oh, cool! Ooh. I brought one for Corey and Julie. And one for Teresa. Thank you.
2: you. And
1: one for Kathy. Thank you. I've also brought a menu if you would like to see. Now, they brought us home six hot everything bagels. I think they were gone within two hours. We then went back and got more bagels. For those of you who are interested, I will make sure that Corey can put the information up. I'll even post it on the Diz Unplugged board. But if you're in Disney now, you can call 407-965-5548. To get to Delish Bakery, it's very simple. You come out of Disney via Hotel Plaza Boulevard and take a left on State Road 535. Go to your next major intersection, which is Palm Parkway. Make a right. Travel Palm Parkway until it changes into Turkey Lake Road. There's no turns involved. Just keep going. And when you get to Sand Lake Road, there is a new Whole Foods shopping area.
2: Giant, giant shopping it's area. A
1: giant pay, there's a payway right. in there also. Mm-hmm. There's a Barney's Coffee. <laughs> so and funny.
5: I saw this place when we were there. We were Whole Foods on, what, Friday. Friday night? And I saw this sign. I'm like, Delish Bakery. I'm like, wonder what that place is.
2: Now, tell them <laughs> about what. You talked about You have to boil the, the bagels And what we understand is that One of the reasons why they don't do it here in Florida Is there's something different about the water right. there's
1: a, It does, that, yeah. doesn't have
2: the same effect
4: Yeah, it doesn't taste good
2: So
1: what they do is, Right, it, exactly There's something different And there's a mineral content in the water in Florida That makes it taste different And it also changes the consistency of breads And things like that They have a hard time getting crispy pizza crust in Florida mm-hmm. This place boils their bagels in Brooklyn And they ship them down here. And they they, they bake them here. And they bake them off here. So the bagels are prepared in Brooklyn. They come in fresh every day.
0: I was figuring you were going to tell me they shipped in (laughs) 55-gallon drums of water or something.
1: Now, most of this stuff is made on premises. We got a uh, box of the Italian cookies, you know, the mixed Italian little cookies. They were okay. They were nothing special. The bagels and the cupcakes and things were amazing. Oh, I know where I'm going. uh, You know something? I've got them in speed dial. That's why you got the cards. It's you can um, if you want to look at that anybody. It's wonderful. It's just wonderful. Actually, I do need to take it back only because I have to. You know, I've got one. I can put the address up and things like that.
2: They make all their breads are homemade. Um, we weren't there for it, but apparently they do like breakfast sandwiches and things like that too. Oh wow! Now I'm really thinking if you're
1: staying Vegas. in a DVC property and you've got a, a toaster in a kitchen, this is a six or seven minute drive from Disney property. You can have fresh bagels every morning.
2: They also make their own specialty cream cheese. They make a lock spread. They make a vegetable Mm. cream cheese. It is killer.
1: And
0: I see they also do custom cakes, which a lot of people in the Diz are always looking for cakes. They have a
2: huge... (coughs) Excuse me. They have a huge... uh, book of any cake you can have made that they've already made, and then they'll make them all to order.
5: I like that they have the fillings listed, the different icings, and they have like the size of the cake and how many people it's going to serve. The
1: other thing that they explained to me was any cake that they make can be turned into a cupcake. So if you were looking for birthday party cupcakes or something, the big thing to me was bagels and cream cheese. I mean fresh homemade cream cheese and bagels baked with a 15 minute notice and they explained to us that it doesn't matter how many bagels they already have sitting on the shelf. If you want yours baked hot they'll bake them fresh for you.
0: Mm. Dang. Maybe I'd better get there before they change their mind on that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But these are good New York bagels. Oh good.
0: I have
5: something that Pete handed to me before the show that we may want to mention. Um Disney announces the name and launches the website for their new family destination resort on Oahu in Hawaii. Um, it's called Aulani, A-U-L-A-N-I. It's a Disney resort and spa. Um, it says that it's supposed to reflect the discovery, understanding, and belonging of the culture. The resort will be called Aulani. Um, it's the 1st standalone fam- family destination resort, and it's scheduled to open in 2011. Uh, That's pretty much it Everything else is for travel agents But it's um, pretty web- exciting What's the website again? It's DisneyTravelAgents.com Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: You all can't get to that Yeah, exactly, that's <laughs> what I'm saying it's,
5: it's mostly, That's for travel agents But um, I just thought it would be We need to just let them know You know, it's named And it's going to be opening oh, in 2011 cool. So I thought it was cool
0: Okay, and my rapid fire would just be That um, they're working on Cinderella's castle at Magic Kingdom, and they've drained the moats. And um, I took a lot of pictures and did a blog about it last week. Um, a lot of people probably looked at me strange as I was taking pictures of like the mud in the moat, but it was interesting. If they
1: didn't look at us strange for taking pictures of the ladies' room. No one's even going <laughs> to notice you taking pictures of a moat.
0: I did have a nice conversation with a fast pass photographer about them draining the moats, but it's interesting when you're. Um, Going by and, and seeing people in little white suits down in the moat, that water is supposed to be out of there while they're working on the castle. And I've heard different conflicting end dates for this. But um just want to assure everybody that unless you're looking for the fact that there's no water in the moats, you can go and have a perfectly good time in Magic Kingdom and it won't ruin your experience at all. You know, cause what, what were the track-like things? Where
4: the, what? It looked like that was like before my there. time, that's but
2: I the uh, swan boats. That's
1: what I wanted to say, but I don't think so. Because I think those are gas lines.
2: You think the swan boats were free? floating I think the
1: swan boats are the swan boats are free floating. They're on Lake Yola. Yeah,
5: they're not. You don't on think on at track? one time
2: they were attra- attached to something? I don't. You haven't looked under the swan. I, I've never lifted the skirts
1: <laughs>
4: of the swan. No. <laughs>
0: well, I could,
4: they, these look like pretty. You know, equally spaced apart.
0: I couldn't Little tell, tracks. as I was standing oh, you know there, if it was the tracks from the bobcat, because there was some that looked like bobcat tracks, and then there was some going down the middle of the thing, but if you followed it through the moat, they weren't in that other part of the moat. Like, if you went over by Swiss Family Robinson.
1: Actually, I gave misinformation. The swan boats are not on Lake Yola. Someone pointed that out to me. That's That's a myth. The swan boats that were in Disney World were not individual swan boats. They held more people. There are actual pictures of them out on the internet. The swan boats on that are on Lake Yola were donated by Disney. They were provided by the Disney Corporation. Right, and
2: those are like pedal boat right. type this of is, things. Right? I, that, I, the swan boats were kind of like that thing that used to be at Animal Kingdom when it first opened, where multiple people could sit on right. it and they'd take you around.
0: Okay. So that's going to do it for Rapid Fire this week. The next thing we're going to talk about is... Um, John and Kevin and Pete and I got to attend a dinner at the Great Movie Ride the other night. And so we just wanted to talk about that a little bit. I did a blog about it, and I tried to keep our keep my personal opinions out of it. So you that did a
2: great job. You did a really good job. Those I, pictures are incredible.
0: It, it, I really enjoyed myself. I mean, you know, I thought the atmosphere for a Disney geek was just a fantastic right. place to have dinner. Let me
2: back up for just a minute. Let me give some... Yeah. Some info. Um, As a member of Tables in Wonderland, we received an email about a week ago of the upcoming events. Uh, There's going to be a wine pairing at at, at Chico and the Animal Kingdom Lodge and other dining events. And this was the first one listed. And it was a dinner inside the Great Movie Ride at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So I quickly signed up uh, Kevin and Walter and Pete and I thinking that this would be something that would be fun to do and something we could cover. Uh, I want to say, first of all, the people at Tables in Wonderland were incredible. They were so great to work with. Um, Walter got sick at the last minute and couldn't make it, so we switched out Kathy, and they couldn't have been nicer about it. And they, Yes, 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 and everything was possible, and there was no issues anywhere along the line. So kudos to them for doing that. Um, we got to Hollywood Studios, and the first thing that happens is we were greeted by the... Um, Streetmosphere person who was a director and he was telling us how we were all going to take part in a movie that evening and the movie was, we were all going to take place in this, we are all going to participate in a a dinner and the first part of your dinner was going to be hors d'oeuvres and the next part of your dinner you are going to sit down and the third part was going to be desserts and all extras in the movie, blah, blah, blah.
1: So, John did that in about 30 seconds. His actual
2: explanation seemed to go on for about Mm -hmm. 45 minutes. It really went on forever and at one point it was like I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to knock at, you down and pick a you.
1: We were escorted into the movie, into the attraction, and you literally went through the queue. You walked down steps onto the track area. That was once we, once we got into the attraction. You went through the queue area as you came into the, the building, and then you did go down the steps onto the, where the, the, car, the cars move. There are no tracks, surprisingly. It's a smooth concrete mm-hmm. floor. Those are free-moving carts that are being driven. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Now, I think there are, like, the parade floats. It
2: seemed to me that there might have been little um, computer. Yeah, there were places where, like, it would trigger something Mm and stuff would go off. Everything inside the ride was running. So the first thing you get to is the big sign, and that was going, and the music was playing. And then you get to the Bugsby, Berkeley, whatever it's called. Busby. Busby, Berkeley (laughs) area where there's the... uh, dancers and the bubbles and all that. So all that stuff is going off. So we are able to walk through this ride at your own pace. So
4: they didn't rush you through it. Didn't mm-hmm. rush you
2: through it. It was fantastic. You got to get up close to all the stuff in the ride.
1: You would
4: be amazed stuff. at how
0: much
2: detail mm-hmm. that you don't see going
4: that was
0: thrilled. the thing i think all four of us kept saying is look at the attention amazing. to detail that they paid played it was just amazing because you see it as you go by but when you can get up close and really see it you're like wow they didn't have to do all that but they did
2: the first place where we had hors d'oeuvres was the gangster room where the little gangster scene is and i was amazed that there was crumpled up newspapers on the ground and like water pipes coming out of the bottom of buildings, things you would never see from the car, mm-hmm. but really, really attention paid to detail.
1: There were uh, street Misfere players in this area also. They were dressed up as gangsters, and it was like you were in a speakeasy. Like mm-hmm. Vinny kept mm-hmm. coming up and shaking my hand and smacking me on the back and going, hey, you need anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this is the first place where we were going to eat.
2: I say we're going to eat.
1: Yes. Now there was a bar here. You could have beer or wine. Um, they had one mixed drink called the Banker's Shot. Oh, was that where that drink was? And or you could have soft drinks. Okay. And they these were it was an open bar and they were serving hors d'oeuvres and the hors d'oeuvres were going to be they listed what they were there was a, a shrimp and dill sauce, there was a, a chive potato, a chive potato and a duck tart with burnt cherries or something like that. Well, there were this was limited to eighty people. Well, apparently. The majority of people found the one entrance where the one waiter was coming out with the hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. So he would stick his
2: head out, and the tray would be cleaned out. Mm It was served butler service, so they walked around with the tray. But they didn't get past the first 20 people. We -hmm. paid $155
1: for this party and literally got one hors d'oeuvre each. And it was because I reached over people's heads... John and I each had a half of a little tiny potato hollowed out with a little cream cheese in it. Kathy, did you have anything in the hors d'oeuvres?
0: No, I didn't have any.
2: It was like a bread line during the Great Depression.
0: Mm -hmm. Kevin's (laughs) passing food back to me.
2: (laughs) Here's some.
0: And as we went to walk into the other room, there was a lady standing there with a tray of duck, which I turned down just on principle because I figured the whole purpose of the thing was they were supposed to come back to you. I shouldn't have had to fight my way. To the food, or they yeah. were standing there at the end.
1: Well, we did get to get one of these. It was a little tart shell filled with cherries, with a little piece of duck on top of it. I watched John take a bite of it, and then there was a tray where they were stacking the empty glasses, and the other half of his went on the tray. It was awful,
2: such <laughs> <It was> just <laughs> awful. In
1: our for our our appetizer course, we had a half a potato and a half a bite of it. Was just well, so well, we
4: were taking more really than happening. one or what? People no, were.
2: People were pretty much clearing the trays, but because of you know how the great movie ride is, yeah, sort of narrow, people were bottlenecked by where the guy was coming out with the hors d'oeuvres, so you couldn't
1: even where get were near him Where they coming
4: out at? Was it like when you have you already gone around the corner and seen James Cagney? You've You're
1: already gone the around the corner. end of the James Cagney was the close end of the gangster area. That's where we were standing. The waiter was coming from the other end of the gangster Where the car car is, where the car comes out. Oh, where you stop
4: and they change places. We
1: should also say that we adopted a fifth person as part of our little group. While we were standing outside, we met a Dizzer, Tim McNulty. He
2: actually recognized mine, Pete's voice. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And we sort of brought him into our group and he stayed with us. On the boards, he's Tuberhead. And he's from. He's actually from New Orleans. And now, I gotta
5: say, I think I've sent him something. His name sounds familiar. And now lives tuber? in
1: Baton Rouge. And he was because
2: he tuber. hung out with us, and we didn't get a chance to eat tuber.
5: <laughs> tuber head.
2: Is cool. this important? I don't know. It's interesting. It's fun. <laughs> Focusing on the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. <come on.
1: laughs> After the gangster, now you are allowed to continue walking through the attraction. After the gangster, you pass the Gene Kelly singing in the rain. Thing you pass the Mary Poppins attraction or the Mary Poppins scene. I'm gonna miss something. I
2: think you actually got it out of order. that yeah, stuff go was go first. first. Yeah. Then it was. After that was um, Alien.
1: All oh, right. We finally got to the Western scene, and they have, up on the stage they had a banjo group Player? players. There were three of them. One yeah. was
2: playing a trombone, a banjo, and like music. Music. A tuba. And a
0: tuba. And it Two was banjos a, and a tuba. Two we
1: were seated the tables for ten, and the it was served. Your dinner was served. This was not. You didn't have to like stand and wait for somebody to come out of a door and attack Fight for them. It. So it was more like a Western wedding reception. Wow. The, um, we started with a bowl of soup. It was called Yardbird Soup. It was chicken corn chowder. Oh. It was actually very good. It, it was good. good. Uh, There were uh, they brought out salads which had a cactus citrus a cactus cilantro dressing and I don't think this went over very well. None of us could figure out what was in the salad. Everything tasted and had the same exact texture. Mm
5: -hmm. It was cactus. It it, it has no flavor. Do you want to say like would have made it better?
1: And
2: it It was. was, it was like it went through the Disney flavor vacuum. It mm-hmm. did. It just had no flavor whatsoever. And everybody did the same thing. They salted it and they peppered it and <laughs> tried to make it better. Tried to put butter on it at some point. Just <laughs> nothing worked.
1: Our entree was served and it was um, sliced steak over potatoes and green beans. And they had fancy names. There were Cowboy
0: whiskey, steak. C-
2: cowboy steak and whiskey green beans. And
0: The onion bread was good. Mm-hmm. I like I that.
2: onion bread and butter. I thought, the, I thought the steak was very good. I thought mm-hmm. the potato was very good. Was it the, the, the vegetable. same onion
4: green? Send green beans to get everywhere. No, they were actually, actually kind of tasty.
2: Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. I was surprised with the fact that all of none of this is cooked there, obviously. There's no kitchen. So all the stuff was cooked backstage uh, in a place outside of New York Street. So the food arrived actually hot at our table. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was remarkable. You can't get hot food in a Disney restaurant. And wine yeah. was served
1: at dinner. And then you moved on. Uh, had, oh, and dessert was...
2: Um, the dessert was the other thing, but wasn't there something? I
1: have to No, there was no mm. dessert. Sorry, dessert was in another area. <laughs> you then were allowed to continue walking through, and you walk through the Indiana Jones set and snakes. Yep, mm-hmm. Tarzan in the Tarzan set, and ever again, all of this stuff was working.
2: And you get to, again. It was really cool. You got to take your time, walk up, look at stuff, touch stuff. Uh, we took tons of pictures
0: mm-hmm. I took over two hundred pictures, I think it was fun it and was
2: It was a really
1: great experience, and it pictures wasn't... like
2: you 'd never get like Kevin up you know in the Indiana Jones ride where they 're lifting the thing, Kevin right there mm-hmm. I got to have my picture taken mm-hmm. right up
1: against the chimney where Mary Poppins comes up out of it. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was really fun, and we were having a good time and as I said, Tim was a great company, he enjoyed us he was um surprised that we would even talk to him. He kept saying, I can't believe you guys are as nice as you are on the podcast. I thought, well, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) 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 eating
2: you're not Teresa.
1: (laughs) Really? Uh, uh, Dessert was served. Now the tables were much smaller. They had little cafe tables set up all along and throughout Oz. The
0: land of Oz. That's why the tables were little, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And they had lollipops on the table. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and all of the desserts were munchkin size. Everything was a small dessert. They had little cheesecakes on a lollipop stick dipped in, cho- dipped in chocolate. There were um, red, chocolate velvet co- cake. red velvet cake, chocolate-covered
2: strawberries, mm-hmm. and a coffee station and a, a bar as well. So you can get drinks or you can get soda or you can get coffee. Very well done. And at one
1: point, Glinda started... Um, working her way through the crowd and she was greeting everybody to Oz and she <laughs> was wonderful. She looked like Sarah Jessica Parker, but she was wonderful.
0: Yeah, when was the last time you got your picture taken with Glinda the you know, the good witch? And uh-huh. she was
1: all sparkly and then all of a sudden she told us we had better be careful that there was someone coming and the, the, the Wicked Witch of the West Elphaba popped it.
2: The Munchkins came up and started to sing their song
1: and then the witch came out and told us we had all better be careful and our little dog too and that she was going to get us. And Glenda told her that,
4: be gone with you.
2: Or else I, someone will drop a house on you. The whole same thing that you get on the ride, yeah. except you're right up there close to it happening. It was very cool.
1: And then you got to walk through the rest of the attraction,
2: and we left. And it, was, it ended with the, the movie at the end, the big movie. So it was just really, I thought it was incredible. It, it was, was such really a great cool. time.
0: The, the last scene when they're you know, like about ready to get to the Crystal City, I had posted, you know, some pictures of that scene, and somebody goes, wait a minute, I've got a different picture. I didn't realize, I did when I was taking the pictures, that even that scene changes a little bit. She turns her head and looks over
1: her shoulder. Mm -hmm. Right. When you ride through, they have their backs to you. I mean, they're iconic characters, so you know who they are. But when you have the chance to stand there and watch, they turn around and look at you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Where they're in the field of poppies looking off at the Emerald City.
4: They turn?
2: Yeah.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. It was
2: a really cool experience. The food was,
1: in my opinion, out of 10, the food was a 3. I didn't think the food was that great. It was okay. The the experience was a 10.
0: Most definitely.
4: It was. This is a one-time thing, though. Nobody can sign up for this or do this again. They
2: do it occasionally. I understand at one point they did it in the Haunted Mansion.
4: Oh, that'd be cool. So,
2: I mean, it depends. They're going to do this. I, I would
1: definitely it. do this again if it was to get this this level of interaction with any attraction.
2: It was
1: uh, it was something. I mean, I never thought the great movie the great movie ride was anything special. Yeah, I mean, right. it was it was oh, it's I fun, like it. but I, oh, I know, do too.
0: But when you go in like we did and you could see all the little things, it brings a whole new appreciation to right. the ride.
1: You appreciate the level of detail that's there.
0: You know the water in the
2: western scene? Have you ever been on the left side of the car where they uh, they blow up the bank? Mm-hmm. There's a little puddle of water, a stream of water. That's fake.
4: Well, how about the water and singing in the rain? What is that? Is that just like... It's fake. It's fake, but how do they... I mean, is it like something just falling through there?
2: I think it's done with um, It's light. Fiber, optics, it right. fiber, optics. fiber optics. And they look, they put uh, lights through the fiber optics and it makes it look like it's raining.
1: As you go past the... Um- the Casablanca scene. The Casablanca scene, and it looks like they're in the fog, standing yeah, by that's the airplane. A screen, it's right? a scrim, yeah. right? It's like a real, a fine
4: mesh. A Bogart looks like he's about two feet tall. Is he really that little in the? No,
2: it's a full size, right? But it's all forced perspective with the plane, right? And you learn very quickly that if you use a
1: flash photography, flash photography on this side of the scrim, all you get is fog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there. It was just. It was. It was a great experience. You felt like you were... It felt very special to be alone in the great movie ride with just that few people walking through. Mm -hmm. And we weren't clumped together. So you could be ahead or behind.
2: I actually could have done without dinner. I actually could have been okay with an hors d'oeuvre thing here. Mm -hmm. I could have, too. And a dessert thing here and just being able to enjoy walking through
0: the ride. But I sort of got the vibe from, like, some of the people at our table, like, they weren't as geeky uh, they weren't as into the ride as we were it was more like they were there for the dinner side and i think if you went for the dinner you probably would have been disappointed but seeing the attraction that was worth it
1: well we all had our phones out too and we're posting updates and mm-hmm. things like that and they all sat there looking at us like these people paid 155 to <laughs> on text so they they didn't quite get what we were doing but we had a really good time
2: I would definitely do it again.
1: I would, too. I would sign up immediately.
0: I'd do the Haunted Mansion, too. Yeah, I want, to, I want to do the Haunted Mansion. That'd be cool. You know, or Figment. You know, there's mm-hmm. a couple rides I'd, I'd want to do dinner in, just just for the the chance to look at some of the details. Because I said, you know, every time you go through a ride, you see it, but you don't pick up all the details. Cool. I need well, to get a Tables
3: of Wonderland card. can't believe I, we still haven't... Got ours. well i
0: had i had mine and i don't think we got our money's worth and when i saw john the one time posted like what the break-even number was we weren't spending that kind of thing but if they're going to start offering more things like that i think i would go
2: and again the other items that, that were in this email were things that didn't interest us dinner at the contemporary for a special you know wine pairing thing right. that's not our thing And I can understand where, like you said, there are people there who went there for the food because probably other events were more food and wine. This wasn't a
1: foodie event. Right. Right. This wasn't you went for the wine pairing. If you were there for the food, I think you would be disappointed.
2: I would imagine they would think about doing these more often because it sold out in a matter of days. I know that they filled up. They sent in an email saying we're all full. Sorry. So it had to have been profitable for them.
0: And we do have a page up on WDW info all about tables in Wonderland and what the next upcoming events would be. So we can have that link in the show notes if anybody else wants to know, because I know we got emails from people that said, Jeez, I didn't know they were doing that, or by the time I got my email they were already sold out. So if you see that it's you know, they're doing another one, sign up. And thanks for
1: being a great dinner companion, Tim.
0: Yeah, that was great meeting a dizzer. Awesome. Well, thank you, John and Kevin. So, we're going to move on to. Um, we have some Disney tips to give everybody. I thought this, you know, this is the time of year that everybody's planning their trip. Uh, we were going to do a little bit of trip planning, but um, that's going to take us a while, so we're going to do that in a future show. So, we're going to talk about um, some of the things that might make your trip a little easier. So, I asked all the podcast team to bring in some of their best hints and tips. So, who wants to go first?
4: I will. Teresa. You want me to do all mine or just one at a time? or how do you No, want you do could it? do your couple. Okay. My first one is, if you're here visiting with your family and you've got your kids with you, take advantage of the kids' clubs at least one night just to, not to get away from your children, but to give yourself a break and to give your kids a break from all the rushing around. And, you know, it's there for, your, for you to use. Do it. I think it would, it would uh, enhance That's, your yeah. trip. Most definitely. Also, mine um, are kind of all kid-related. <laughs> my next one is, before you go into the parks and you have kids like my ages, eight, early teens, give them a, a dollar amount that they can spend. And, and yeah. that way they're not bugging the crap out of you, wanting everything they see. And and you know what? If they want to pick out something that you don't like, it's stupid, and it's in their price range, let them get it, and then they're done, with, they're done for the day.
2: Teresa, do you think it's better to get Disney dollars or a Disney card or just give them cash?
4: For my kids, it's cash
0: because they might not find anything they like. I would say anything but the keys to the kingdom card because Katie and I remind each other of this story all the time that I gave her carte blanche to, to use her key to the kingdom card, and I remember that the, the store as you walk into Hollywood Studios on the right where they sell you know the first store you hit on the right hand side, and I walked in there, and Katie was up at the checkout with thirty keychains, and I'm like, <laughs> "Why do you have thirty keychains?" Well, for, for the for the kids in my class. Well, guess what? Those keychains never made it to the kids yeah. in her class. So after that is when I learned, oh, my kids will know better. I, I learned they don't. So no, they do give them a dollar amount, That's give them the I cash, do.
4: and you know, some Grace will hold on to her money all day. And maybe walk out of the park with it, which is fine. Stella already before she gets there knows what she's going to get because mm-hmm. she's been she's had her, has the same list every friggin' time we go in, mm. you know. Which is what dolls, <laughs> glitter, you know, anything sparkly, and she just goes back to the same stuff over and over. And I tell you, you know, we're not technically tourists because we're there so much, and we don't have to get something every time. But if you're here, you here, you are here on vacation. Your kid wants a little something to spend, you know, let them, you know, once they spent their money, then they're done. Yeah. My third tip is really just kind of an observation I had. I was over there the other day, and I was having a snack at um, Harbor House across from the Haunted Mansion. Is that correct? Is Mm -hmm. that the right little place I was at? And I didn't realize that you could um, sit above the walkway, Mm -hmm. which I, I did. I never done that before. And I sat there for probably an hour and a half watching people. Running and frowning their way through Disneyland. World and it is the happiest place on earth. And I'm thinking, what are these? Nobody's smiling. But then I realized there are a few smiling people, and those people were walking slower. They were talking to each other. Mm -hmm. So don't run your butt through Disney. We could all
1: come up with. uh, I paid a lot for this vacation.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Do you know how many kids would give their left arm to be here?
4: That's right. We're watch do every the pe- ride.
1: Watch the face of the people as they're walking through
2: the Magic Kingdom. A lot of them don't look happy.
4: No nobody looks happy.
2: And that's because they place the stress on themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. We have to do everything and see everything and have the best time or else it's going to be miserable.
4: And I was sitting there by myself thinking, Man, I gotta talk to somebody about this and finally the lady at the next table I said, You check out these sad little people down here walking through nobody <laughs> looks <sad> happy. <laughs> just sad people. I just wanted to knock on the window and, you know. Hey, so you, so stop take it. your time. <laughs> Smile, Look around. And don't rush through it. You don't have to do absolutely everything. See, mine tie into yours really well. (laughs) I just have two. But
5: um, mine is take time to relax and enjoy it. It is a vacation. Do you know what my
1: third tip is? Take a nap. No. (laughs) The same same exact one you just both said.
5: Yeah. It's a big tip. I mean, like you said, there are people who are... I understand you pay a lot of money and, and whatever, but... If you're going to make everyone miserable, then you're going to go home and you you had a horrible time. And in every photo, you're going to have a kid who looks grouchy or grumpy. Everybody's crying. Yeah, because you're not doing what they want to do. You have this commando-style list that you're doing. And, you know, maybe take a day where everybody gets to be in charge. You know? Like...
0: Kind of like the podcast. Because,
5: right, exactly. Because, especially if you have different ages, like for your kids, because yeah. Max is, you know, he's almost, he's not a teen anymore, and then you have the teenager, and then you have the, the pre, <laughs> you know, teenager. So everybody wants to do something different. So one day is Stella's day, one day is Grace's day, one day is Max's day. And... Each kid may not enjoy the other child's day as much, but they'll
0: appreciate it because they know they get to have their day, too. Yeah. I used to always say to my kids, like, what were the top things that they wanted to do in each park? Like, my son always had to do Space Mountain. And if he did nothing else, he was happy. Right, And I says, so we made sure that everybody got to ride, like, their special ride in each park. And then they were happy. They didn't feel like they missed out on anything. They didn't feel like, you know, my son didn't feel like his sisters got something more than he did. Mm-hmm. It worked out. You know, we hardly ever stay together when we go to the parks. I don't oh, we not Sounds
5: we don't.
4: sad or <laughs> dysfunctional, but
5: no. But it, everybody, you know, gets to do
4: what they want
0: to do. It's usually me
4: and Stella doing the rides we like to do and hang in lots of snacks
0: you know Mm -hmm. we used to you know like say okay be back in like an hour and a half pick a meeting spot and we would do that because I'm a ride wimp I don't like to you know do Space Mountain and things like that so I would do Carousel of Progress you know a half a dozen times you know, yeah. while they were doing what they wanted to do. But just take the time. If
4: nothing else, look at the sad people walking around
5: and mm-hmm. just yeah. say,
0: man, that, I don't want to People be watch all the time.
4: My other one,
5: um, it has to do with, with souvenirs or, you know, buying things in the parks or wherever. Um, someone once told Corey and I when we were in Europe, if you see it and you like it, buy it because you don't know when you're coming back. That was me. Yeah, And for a lot of people, Disney is a once a year trip, maybe a once every few years, several years, whatever it is, or it's the trip of a lifetime and you don't know when you're coming back, like, you know, we have that advantage that we can go back. I'm telling you, if you see it and you like it,
0: buy it. Mine would be to check the ride refurbishments that, that are going on. Because well, that was
3: mine. Oh, now I have two. Okay.
0: Well, just, you know, that if your child's really big on Space Mountain and it's closed, you know, I think it's better. I mean, I've been there when I've seen people standing outside a ride, you know, and the kid is crying because the ride is closed. You know, you can, you can temper that a little bit if they, they know ahead of time, and you can sort of gently steer them to maybe have a, a new favorite ride that time. Um, along with that, you know, check for the, um, what parades are going on, what time things are. Um, I know before we moved here, my kids loved parade time because then they got to go ride the rides. They didn't want to ride the parades, do the, watch the parades. So while everybody was watching the parade, they could be on Space Mountain. Or wherever, so whichever way you want to do it. If seeing the parade's a big deal to you, you know, do that. Um, and another thing that a lot of people I see in the parks a lot of time is understand what the Fast Pass program is, because a lot of times I'll see people going, "Hey, where are those people going?" And they're in the Fast Pass line, and people think, you know, it's their their right or their duty that they have to stand in the queue line for forty five minutes. You know, you could be off doing something else and come back. So, you know, just educate yourself. I, you know, I hate to make fun of my sisters, but my sisters, when we first came down, the first, probably, I don't know how many times, they go, we'll let you tell us. The first time, there, they're like, oh, there's nothing to know about Disney. But I read, well, well then we started taking advantage of some of these things, and my sisters go, oh, well, we're going to follow you next time, because it seems like you haven't. So, for all the money that you spend on your vacation, put a little time and effort into researching the parks and Please don't go commando style. And I mean by, you know, I've had people ask me to plan their itinerary for like every 15 minutes, you know, like be at this ride. And then that's not what Disney's all about. And and when people go, well, we want to see it all. Um, I've lived here six years now. Uh, I think I average about 80 sometimes a year going to the park. So that's what, over 400 and something, close to 500 times. And I still haven't seen it all. So don't think you can come down one time and see it all. Corey.
3: Uh, mine goes back to a, a forum watch that uh, I did several shows ago. I've been to Disney X amount of times, and I've never seen something. You know, find out what that is. If you've been to Disney several times, and you've never seen a certain attraction or a show, tr- make, try to make it a point on your next trip to do something that you've never done before.
0: I do that even now. It's like I try to do something new every time I go to the parks.
3: Um, so I, I think that's an important thing. You know, one thing we've never done is candlelight processional. I think next year, maybe we'll make it a point to do that. Uh, also, the um, one thing we found that, that came in uh, really handy on our last cruise was uh, we had walkie-talkies. We were able to split up and kind of keep in touch with, with, with each other. Um, they could also work out world, too. I mean, if you're going to split up, little two-way radios or... Um, we tried that
2: once, and there was always someone speaking another language on <laughs> our frequency. Kevin?
0: Come
4: on, come on, come on, come a
0: bit
2: oh, We had the worst time used, with
0: our walkie-talkies. My kids used to enjoy hearing all the other voices on their walkie-talkies, so I hope walkie-talkies maybe have come a long way since then.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, the ones we used, Julie was on the, on the ship, and I was off at uh, Castaway taking photos and we were able to talk to each other oh, wow. she's like are you coming coming back yet yeah, they I'm like, have still like a, have a, a
5: 17 or 19 mile radius hours okay. they made by oh, Motorola they're they tiny Hard had
3: string between them
5: <laughs> 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 it's not the progresso soup cans
3: <laughs> and um, this one basically pertains to the water parks I've, I've said this before that if you go into a water park you're uh, you mainly you're probably going to end up leaving your bags at your chairs lock your bags up on your chairs even though it's Disney people you know People do steal at Disney. It's uh, you can't avoid it, so take that in consideration. Lock your bags to your chairs, and then go have fun.
0: Yeah, I had my mug stolen from Typhoon Lagoon, and I've had my stuff taken okay, off my chair a and weird put thing on to steel. I know. Well, Disney was nice; they gave me a new mug, but you know, and somebody has taken my stuff off a chair and just put it on the ground. So, just you know, be careful. Don't take anything. You know, I don't bring my big camera to the water parks. Don't bring anything you couldn't stand to lose to the water parks.
2: John. Uh, one of mine is if you have a car and you're staying on Disney property, if you're staying off Disney property, don't be afraid to drive around property and explore. You can't get lost. You can't wind up someplace you're, you're not supposed to be. You're not all of a sudden going to drive onto Main Street,
0: you know, <laughs> be part of the parade.
2: And trust us, we've tried. We've tried. there, But there are. Incredible things to see, especially if you're a Disney geek and you want to see backstage stuff. This is all Disney backstage. It's all. It's, there's nothing unseemly or nothing dirty. You'll find in, in dirty in terms of messy. So you're not going to ruin anybody's you know uh, idea of the magic. But there's really cool stuff to see. Just driving around and seeing the back of Space Mountain. Seeing where the monorails are kept at night. We
0: got lost over there. We drove by there about five times. I think the first time we drove on property.
2: And it's just it's fun to do, and it's a cool Disney geek.
4: Talking about driving around, I have a question. When you're trying to go to a resort that you're not staying at, and you know you always have to stop at the little guardhouse, Do they have a right to say no? You can't come in, or do they
2: absolutely have, sure? If you don't have a valid reason for being at that resort, they
3: well, what's have the right
4: a valid take- reason, though? What if I just want to look around?
3: Checking in, going right. to the using their marina. Dining, Shopping in the shopping. store
2: is a valid reason. Yeah. Another valid reason is just I want to visit the, the resort. Part of what the idea of of security is, the main idea behind security is they need to stop and assess who you are. So that's why they stop you and they talk to you and they look at your ID. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of they're getting a feel for what are you really up to. If you're drunken kids who might cause trouble, they're probably going to turn yeah. you away.
4: Well, the reason I'm asking... In uh, collecting menus, okay, so I'm going to all these different resorts. Some of them wave you through, no problem. And I'll say I'm meeting friends. You know, I used all these different. And the one time, and it was at Caribbean Beach. Oh, I really? Got the guy, t- I mean, all but drew a picture of my car and snapped photos. Of us. <laughs> he, he took the license
0: plate number down.
2: Were you all twitchy?
4: You <laughs>
5: <not>? <laughs>
0: Just in I can't car. tell you, like, over at Caribbean Beach, how many times I went there and I tried to think of, like, different reasons to say that I was there when they were doing the pool. Um, but nine times out of ten, if you say like you're there to go eat at the food court or do whatever, they'll let you through. They'll but never
3: if, refuse you at the food court. If you say you want to go use the pool Right, you can't you know, well, never that's not said about
4: you know also I'm meeting people. Who are you meeting? I can't remember which one said that and I just blurted
0: out a name and But if you like go well, to It's not on
4: your list. Don't look on your list. You know. If you go
0: to like the <laughs> resorts over by the boardwalk and it's like park opening time and you're there like hey i'm going in to have breakfast now you might get a little more like well, what breakfast are you going to because a lot of people want to park there and go to the parks or if it's busy like at christmas or thanksgiving you know like there's certain resorts like people want to park at the poly and, and go over to magic kingdom there's certain times they're probably going to be a little tougher on you but most times if you look
4: I just wondered we're, we're, if there was a hard, fast rule. Because I've used many different excuses for being there. We'll, we'll
0: talk about that. Each out. one
4: just sounds bizarre to me. When well,
3: I, I mean, usually when you go, if you're going for menus, you're actually going to the food court. I mean, you're right. not lying. So no. say, I'm going to the food court. Go right in.
0: Okay. We'll talk after the show. I'll give you my hints and tips. All right. That's, I just wondered. I
3: yeah. mean, if you're not doing anything weird, just tell them the no, truth. What some of the excuses you you've used? Um, getting my hair dyed.
4: No, there was one. The guy would not let me hold the menu. And I told him I was collecting menus for a scavenger hunt. And I need to see how many Disney menus okay. oh I can get. Oh, my. Let's <laughs> back up for a minute.
2: This falls I under, trying to be fun. This falls under too much information. <laughs> Do you have a menu I can take? Yes or no? Oh, I know. That's we'll, as far as you have to that go. That day,
4: Grace was with me, and I was just trying to freak her out because she was getting more embarrassed. Oh. That we were just walking around, you know, and I was looking behind bars for menus and stuff. and.
2: I need a menu because I'm on a scavenger hunt.
3: Grace is like, I'm Let's trying to win. The winner gets glitter and all this stuff. Really.
4: Is there not glitter on this menu?
3: But anyway, I just—that's also do. part of it too.
2: If you act guilty, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here to see
0: Ray Emer- Smith,
1: yeah. Gossi,
2: really? You know, where
1: do you keep your lawn fertilizer? <laughs>
0: exactly. And I know when Bay Lake Towers opened. And I legitimately was staying there. They did ask more questions just because that was a new resort and that was a big open parking lot that a lot of people could park there and go to the Magic Kingdom. So we were – I was interrogated more than I usually am and I actually was staying there.
1: There are also – if there are events at that – we've been to the um, Contemporary when there's a convention there. And parking is really at a premium, so they want to know, unless you're a guest, you can't park here.
3: Or unless you have a dining reservation.
1: Right, and they've checked our reservations. Uh, One holiday, we wanted to go to Grand Floridian, just because it was something to do on Mm -hmm. Christmas afternoon. And we were told, unless we had a dining reservation or were a guest, we couldn't park at the Grand Floridian. (laughs) But for the most part, you know...
4: Yeah, um, I haven't had any trouble except at the...
3: Uh-huh. Teresa's gonna go Caribbean to the Poly Caribbean. and say, "I have a lunch reservation for Ohana." <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, let me check. Oh, really?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Ohana doesn't serve Exactly. I would just say,
0: also be considerate. I don't mean this to Teresa. I mean to the you know really? the guests Sorry. out there that you know, if you're parking at a resort, you know, keep in mind that if that was your resort and you're paying you know the big bucks to stay there, you want to be able to come out and find a parking spot. You know, you don't want to know that it's been filled by a, a guest who went off to the parks or whatever. So, well, I'm just in and out. Right. And out. But, I mean, there's a lot of people who do it because, <coughs> you know, their time is more valuable than other people. So, you know.
3: I don't know who would do that.
0: <laughs> no, i want to look across the table. <laughs> you know, just keep that in mind. I've heard stories. All right.
2: And my, <laughs> uh, my other tip was um, if you're someone who likes to take pictures and likes to take video, try not to get stuck behind the camera. You see this happen mm-hmm. all the time. You see, like, you know, especially see it with, like, the father. He's going through the <clears> entire <throat> park behind. Yeah, but you can go anytime you want.
5: Yeah, but There were no photos of him with Ferris. None, hardly.
3: Yeah, you're right. It's
2: going
5: to mm-hmm. be, like, nine. <laughs> <first> <laughs> picture of you and him.
2: But you're going to get stuck behind the camera. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to enjoy the time with everybody else. Let someone else take a picture or miss it. You know, you don't have to have the thing behind you. You don't have to be behind that every step. Throughout the entire park
3: That brings me to I take advantage of the photo, pa- uh, photo pass photographers Because mm-hmm. that's really the only way I'll get in a photo Because, you know Having a little tiny point shoot It's easy to hand it to Julie And say, look, take a photo You know, from me and Ferris But now with this new camera I have She's like
5: It's like 10 feet tall <laughs> I'm not joking <laughs> It's every attachment And accessory on that thing <laughs> Nothing wrong with that <laughs> Alright,
2: those are mine
5: Kevin
1: uh don't be afraid to eat off property. there's places around Disney to go and eat for less money mm-hmm. uh included in that is don't let meal times be stressful. Take control of your dinner take control of your meal. Don't let Disney cast members make you order your dinner on appetizer and dessert all at the same time so you have everything at once. Sort of take control of that. the other my second tip would be to. Um, Enjoy the details. Take a look at the smaller stuff. Julie talked about things that you could walk through and look at earlier on. Uh, Do things like that. Mm -hmm. Don't miss all of the detail that Disney puts into what they do. And I would reiterate what Julie and Teresa said, that you need to enjoy your vacation. If you ever want to sit and be really, really shocked... Stop and watch for a couple of minutes the people that walk by you and think to yourself these people are paying thousands and thousands of dollars and they look miserable.
4: They do. Mm-hmm. They look absolutely pitiful. They do.
1: So um s- enjoy your vacation, enjoy the time with your family. This is not your job. This is not a your- competition. Right. Right. And if you don't see something, you've got a way. Is it better to miss one of the attractions? Or better to enjoy the time with your family. I didn't say that right. Oh, you did, yeah. If you miss one of the attractions, your life is not going to end. You're never going to see it all in one visit. You're never going to see it all in a hundred visits. Enjoy the time you have and try and make the most of it, but don't try and rush everyone through it.
0: Right. We've made some wonderful lifetime memories that even now that I live here, I still have some you know, memories that the kids and I still talk about from going to the parks, and that made it worth all the, the money that I spent. Well, thank you, everyone. That's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next Wednesday. It has been my pleasure hosting today, and remember to take a better picture. Just step forward.